Hi, everyone. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to A Date with Dateline. A Date with Dateline. <laughs> this episode is called Return to the Farm, part two. A Date with a d- Return to the Farm. A Date with Dateline. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening. You're going to do your right French now. again? You want to do it? Part you did two. It last time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This Retur- is our- the Farm, part two. Du- du- it's good. Du- you're doing really well. Um, this is our second uh, update. I wanted yeah. to say recap. No, it's our second update, update in a row. In a row. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. People online, not so excited. Why? I like the updates. I want to know what's happening. I do too. And they're they're not easier to do the recap. I'm just going to be honest. They're actually harder because I try to use my old notes and then they've changed literally every sentence. So I end up just rewriting the whole thing anyways. But uh, people online are angry. They don't like it being called new. They want a third category, an update category. So their DVR will say new, repeat, update. What if we just say... And then they go, go, you're lying to me. They accuse Dateline of lying. It's like a really toxic toxic relationship between some of the fans of Dateline and Dateline. That's a harsh reaction to this. I I feel like... Do they want us to put update in our title? They don't care about us. No, I'm they're not, not angry okay. about us. No, I understand. Okay. They have very limited feelings on us, but right. they get very angry about Dateline. Okay. This has nothing to do with me. I understand. No. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. No, we are kidding ourselves if we think people have a range of emotions that have to do with us. <laughs> um, they're just kind of like, oh, there they are. Okay. It's just um, indifference. Indifference. Or but annoyance. But with Dateline, it's like sheer ecstasy. Right. Or murderous rage. Or, just, or let down. That's the worst, right? Disappointment. I'm, they're just so disappointed. They want to disown themselves from the Dateline family forever. That's, that, this is harsh. All y'all need to calm down. It's going to be okay. All y'all need to take a page from Taylor Swift's new song, and you need to calm down. Can you just not step on our gowns? We what all song have crowns. Whoa, it's her what's brand new song. Called what? Crown? You need to calm down. That's it's what the amazing. song is called. You yeah. need to calm down. So this episode is called Return to the Farm. It aired on season 20. It aired on the season that came out, um, which was season 27, episode 38, June 14th. That's when it aired, 2019. And it's hosted by Dennis Is Enough Murphy, our newly acquired best friend. Yes, yeah. we talked to him at CrimeCon. We'll be discussing that at a later date. It was pretty amazing. I was really excited. He really opened up to us and became vulnerable. He did not. But he didn't shoo us away or, like, look past you when you're talking to him. He was not looking for someone better to talk to. And that was enough for me. That was enough. Because Dennis is enough. Right. So I was like, I'm fine that you can just look me in my face and talk to me and are not looking for someone else. No, he made a comment that was very vulnerable. Hashtag real feelings about his feelings. And I was like, he's sharing with us. Like Aww. we are colleagues and acquaintances and friends, maybe Has- family. So this, this episode, we originally talked about it called The Farm. I originally got to share with you the joy that is FarmersOnly.com commercials. You don't have to be lonely at FarmersOnly.com. You had never heard of them oh. and thought that I was making it up. Sure did. When we first saw this. Yeah, I did. And I was shocked that you had never seen them because you stream a lot and I watch a lot of cable. Mm -hmm. So I thought I could use this opportunity to share with you 
the newest commercial that's on TV. Mm-hmm. The newest Farmers Only commercial. I did post it on Instagram a while ago, and we okay. did a deep dive into it. So there's this D-bag guy. He has a visor on, and he looks like he's dressed like a polo player. No reason for that at all. And he's outside, and he's trying to shoot a bow and arrow, but he sucks at it because he's a city folk guy. And this hot Megan Fox type girl walks up. She's wearing a flannel shirt and cut-off jean shorts. She's super cute. Daisy and the- Dukes. Daisy Dukes and the polo D-bag looks her up and down and says, ooh, one second. He presses his Bluetooth on his ear, which he's wearing for the date and during archery times, and says, hey, Mike, you set me up with Miss Chili Cook-Off over here. Couple things. How does he connect instantaneously to Mike like it's a walkie-talkie or something? There's no ringing and no Mike doesn't pick up or anything. He just pushes it. It instantly connects to Mike. And is Mike his assistant or his friend? His friend that set him up. Um, Okay. Well, first of all, you don't, you're not a wealthy lass. So we don't know the technology that wealthy people that wear polo shirts and are shooting arrows. It hasn't reached the poor people yet. We don't have that yet. No. Yeah. So he says, you set me up with Miss Chili Cook-Off over here. Which I don't even know what that means because is chili cook-off, is that like a super rural term? Like people in the city don't eat chili? Yeah, I feel like a chili cook-off is not likely to happen in Los Angeles proper. A chili cook-off is much more likely to happen in a place like Kentucky. But I could see it happening in in the suburbs of any city. Could you? I could yeah, not they, see they chili. do that sort of thing on on Food Network all the time, and it's in like a town. But it's not in like Monterey, where this douchebag's from. They don't yeah, have chili I, cookoffs in Monterey. I don't think he's from Monterey. I think he's from Silicon Valley. But outside, he wants to be in Silicon Valley. They but don't he can't quite nail that. He's in code. he's in Walnut Creek. They don't have chili cookoffs in Walnut Creek. Okay, so I just think there are other ways he could have dissed her that sure. are saying she's like a farmer. Sure, like. I don't, I'm gonna, I don't want to disparage any other food groups, but there are other things that like farm people probably enjoy. Spam? No, not spam. Everybody eats spam. Then you're just, I don't know who you're dissing. What about like, maybe he's trying to go for like a beans, a, a can of beans over a, That's what, over yes. a fire. A chili vibe. cook-off. Like ch- maybe he's thinking chili camp out and he said cook-off and he meant camp out. You hooked me up with Miss Campfire over here. Chili campfire, chili over a campfire. But again, a lot of people do that. I not know. Farm people. He's not great. I don't I know who he is. I think he's confusing farm people with trash people. No, I think he's and confusing there's a big difference. This girl with New York City. Yeah. Get a rope. Like that's who he's. He's confusing he it with it's literally like paste picante. Honey Boo Boo, who's eating spaghetti with ketchup. But that's not chili. That's not a chili cook-off. Chili cook-off, like, families work years on their famous chili recipe. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Yeah, no, it's not. They're the toast of the town. Kimberly, it's not great writing. No, it's not. You're trying to make mulch into Shakespeare, and it it shall not. Okay, so so then he says to poor Mike, I drive an exotic car. Oh, barf. Okay. He says exotic car. Okay. Okay. And what? Well, I don't know. Okay. So the 
the chili cook-off girl gets super put out, even though he technically called her a pageant queen of some sort. It's just that she won the sash at a chili cook-off. Still no shame in that. And so she pulls out her smartphone, because even though she's Miss Chili Cook-Off, she doesn't use, like, a CB radio to communicate, which is, I think, what he was expecting. Or, like, two cans with a string. Hey, mister, do you have a quarter for the payphone? (laughs) Yeah. No, she pulls pulls out a smartphone, because she's not, she's city folk, too. And she goes to FarmersOnly.com on her phone, and she clicks join. Instantaneously, a cute farmer pulls up in his pickup for her. No, like... It within two seconds, like the fastest Uber driver ever. Like mm-hmm. you rang, so she joined. She created her profile. She met a guy that she wanted to meet in person. She made a match, and then she arranged to meet for have him pick up in in three seconds. Farmers Great. move really fast. I like it. It's like plural marriages. They mm-hmm. just like we're engaged. Yeah. So then Mike's. Mike, the D-Bag's friend or slash assistant, somehow convinces D-Bag to give the girl a shot. So he says, okay, I'll give her a shot. This must be your lucky day. But he says, like, your lucky day, like, with weird emphasis on the word your. And he's still trying to shoot the arrow into the target. But when he sees this farmer there in his in his truck this guy's not even a farmer he's not wearing a hat or anything he just drives a truck that's what makes him a farmer so he's still so he's trying to shoot his arrow into the target and he's so distracted that he shoots the arrow into his exotic car's tire now we don't actually see what kind of car this is we only see the tire and that it's a white car i'm car blind I so think it, it exotic cars end in eyes so it's like lamborghini ferrari it's what's a bugatti yeah, with an I. Okay. Um, so I just don't... Okay, whatever. I have so many thoughts. But yeah. then, so he says, the farmer guy says, nice shot, bud. Because bud is like the, you know, it's like chief. It's like, yeah. okay, boss. Turbo. And it's a subtle dig. Yeah, sure. Turbo. And then Chili Cookoff and Farmer drive off and they hang out in the back of his truck holding hands, which seems really fast because they literally just met three seconds ago. But I'm not going to shame chili cook-off girl no you're not but it is an emotional roller coaster that commercial wait he drives off in the car with the flat tire no the girl drives off with the farmer in his truck okay yeah with chet who she literally just met she just signed up i don't understand and then they're holding hands sitting in the back of the bed of the truck so basically this this whole commercial is just an anti-la douchebag commercial right do not move to los angeles join Mm -hmm. farmersonly.com yeah and D-bags have Bluetooth and really suck at archery. We should have a special um, Patreon moment and talk about what it's like to go on dating apps in Los Angeles for anyone who's curious. I've got some stories. Oh, yeah, you and do. And you have some stories. Mine aren't as good as yours. But we, we should do this. Um, Thank you my... for that, though. I liked that visual image of that commercial. I feel like I can see it in my head. I want it to look like what I'm seeing, and I, I think I won't be disappointed. I don't think you will. I don't still don't understand why this guy looks like he's going to go play polo, though. But Douchebag has a full head of black hair, I'm assuming dark hair, that sort yes. of swooped up. Yeah, but with the visor on, a white visor for Oh, he has reason. a visor on. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I could see that. Like, I would see D-Bags wearing visor. But no sunglasses. He doesn't have, like, Ray-Bans on. No. I don't think he has sunglasses on. Hooked in his shirt? They could be, or on the back of his head, like Guy Fieri. Not sure. I don't remember. Okay. So, now we're actually going to do this real episode. This takes place in the Iowa cornfields. 
Bill and Shirley have been married for over 50 years. They have three grown kids. Jason is the youngest son. He's the one who wanted to stay in the family farming business. He's the favorite son, which always works out well on Dateline. No. Why won't these people learn? By the way, thank you, Josh Mankiewicz, for talking about Mickey from the episode The Favorite Son in the giant panel at Crime Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a good moment. And I yeah. and I felt a little like I like was smiling and nodding and looking around. No one knows who we are. But I was no. like, Mickey, like trying no. to catch people's eye. I don't know what I was doing. Because like, I don't know. I don't yeah. I don't want to flatter us and say that we have helped the legacy of Mickey continue on. But I kind of do think we've helped the legacy of Mickey continue on. Uh, we Maybe pro- she just would have been a one off and no one would have thought of her. But we've brought her into many other episodes. We have propelled Mickey to a stardom that she didn't was not ready for. No, it's it, it's ruined her. It's made her cocky and arrogant and kind of brought about her demise. Why? So I think she's bankrupt now and um, is trying to get on TV again. This is what I imagine. I would watch any Mickey reality show that came out. Like, Lifetime and TLC are sleeping on Mickey. Gold. Give her a show. See if Mickey does, like, some sort of a cook-off. Press on, sorry. Okay, so there was this morning in June 2015, dawned with no particular omens, which was beautiful. Dennis, thank you. Nice work, Dennis. Uh, Next time I wake up, I'm going to be like, hopefully this day has dawned with no particular omens. Some vague omens. But no, no specific omens. So Bill and Shirley went to get coffee together like they do every morning, which I love. I think it's adorable. Mm-hmm. They drive home and he drops her off in the driveway. She goes into the house. He drives away to make a delivery of grain an hour away. And as he's telling us this when in his interview with Dennis, he is already crying. And I remember him from last yep. time. Oh, and you I You thought too. I was going to make fun of him for crying, but you... Did not think about my deep-seated empathy for older men sitting alone at a restaurant eating by themselves. I don't want to talk about that. We're not and talking it about makes that. me cry. No, I know. We can't talk about it. So well, I, I would never make it. fun of Bill. Uh. I would. You thought I was going to mock him because I do make fun of young girls when they cry way too much on Dateline. Uh, but no, and moms. And, and moms. moms. There's been one Pretty mom much in everyone. But yeah. Bill literally cannot get one sentence out this entire episode without crying. But I still... I, I'm here for it. Mm. Um, I know his I, his face is all red too, like in blotchy because he just constantly cries. Do you like have his, your notes from last time? Yeah, I looked at them. Why? Okay. Did you not bring up how how red his eyes were last time? I have I a don't strong know, memory of this. It's not his eyes; it's under his eyes. It's all of his. It's literally like a panda bear, but yes. red. Yeah, it's all. I think that's red. the crying. No, it is. It's really sad. It's rubbing his eyes. It's unbelievably Aww. sad. It couldn't be sadder. No, it's, it makes Aww. me... And it also... He has sort of like a boyish face. Yeah. Bill, looks, Bill has like a, a boy face. And yeah. so it makes it just worse. It's really... It's rough. Also, that coffee thing in the morning... First of all, I don't know how they're just leaving the house. They're not leaving the house. They're going to get coffee. They're driving ways away. They're not having a coffee then going to have breakfast, which is... Most people's routine who drink coffee in the morning, you get up, boom, you're at the coffee maker. Step two. Well, here's the thing. Dateline producer gave us the tea on the coffee, which is that one of them liked decaf and one of them liked regular. 
they didn't have Keurigs, maybe. That I don't know. That couple didn't have a Keurig. They, did, they didn't have a Keurig. No, no, so no. So they no. weren't going to make two different pots of coffee. So that's why they went to their local place. You know, they knew the guy. They'd yeah. walk in. It was their routine, and they got to spend time together. And they're having coffee cake? They're having, like, a pastry. Maybe a pastry or, yeah. Yeah, sorry. I thought a long time about that. I thought it was really sweet that that was, like, I their love morning it. together. It makes me yeah. so happy. But mm-hmm. it's, if that place served Frappuccinos, then I would be happy. I, I bet could you totally they could whip you something up. Maybe if I was there like every day, they'd be like, oh, Kimberly's coming. Here's, let me whip her up with this, this icy blended mocha thing. And they'd have a name for it. Can I, can you whip me up a Kimberly? And I'd be like, oh, you guys are so sweet. Every day. I'm really lucky. I don't like Frappuccino. Yeah, they're expensive. They are. And they, they look, I just don't like it. But I see that I'm saving myself a lot of money by not, not like. You are. You are. Because it's hard when you give them up as I have been trying to do. Several times. Well, i done it pretty successfully this time i get like maybe two a month no but you've done it successfully in the past but the fact that i've gone cold turkey uh and then i know whatever the opposite is which is like hot goose (laughs) and then i go hot goose for like six months and then i go cold turkey again and then this time i've done like lukewarm pigeon and so lukewarm pigeon is what i've been doing for like three months or so and it's been working out pretty well you hot goosed it. I, I did. I'm hot goosing it. I'm hot goosing it. <laughs> I'm shaking. I've got the hot gooses. Oh, I'm making a t-shirt. Okay. Uh, let's see if it'll the hot catch on. Let's see if it'll catch on. It'll make me happy. I don't care if it catches on. <laughs> so Jason, the youngest son, went to the house and he found Shirley on the kitchen floor dead and called 911. Now, Jason's crying on the oh, phone come call. On. No. It's a bit much and i know a bit much because i've been called a bit much by many people but by one person you've been called a bit much by literally one person in your life who is who is questionable yeah he is is just question like it's a huge question mark yeah no just over the face like in that game guess who no (laughs) that's what he is yeah so he's on the phone crying. We'll get more into the 911 call, but he's crying. So Shirley was shot twice, and the second shot was a coup de gras. I remember and this you was being the excited. Episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I believe that in the last episode, we didn't totally know what it meant. We kind of knew what it meant, but we couldn't define it. Right. And we sounded really dumb. So I just thought I'd bring that up. If everyone wants to go look back and listen, I'd pretty sure we were dumb about it. That's right. And I'm writing it down for this time. So we've got it saved now. Great. Okay. Okay. Because you, you save these notes in a big binder and we look back at them. Or it's something like this where it's like, oh, we're doing the farm again. Where are my notes? 45 folders later of weird sheets of paper with things that just say Neptune again. Like, I, I don't even know what that was. I don't know what episode that was. Well, so we went to Neptune again. Yeah, I, yeah, we did. But what? I don't okay. know. Or just Brittany! Exclamation point. What? No, that's not a we thing. We should mention we got the cutest cookies in the world from Valerie at Valley Cookie Company. And one of them said, I'm writing it down. And one of them said, I'm Jewish. <laughs> they're, they're really funny. So she, Shirley's lying on the floor in a casket-like pose. Mm-hmm. That's what they call it, with her hands over her chest. Vampire and de- pose. They say casket, but, but it's, yeah, it could be kind of vampire pose. Vampire I don't, pose. 
is that's like he, when the you guy, go to a very dark place. No, no, but that's like when Bram Stoker, like when he rises up. Okay, but also I think dead people are positioned like that a lot. Oh, I don't know. So? I've never been to an open casket funeral. I have never seen someone with. Yeah, you. No, that's correct. Okay. Yeah. What what's correct? Yes, arms arms up, but sometimes arms down. I think yeah. it's just uh, I to could, me maybe, that maybe that's old fashioned, and now they put arms down. Yeah, like okay. more casual. But that is a very strange way for a body to be positioned. Oh yeah, it's case. weird. Yeah. Dennis points out like the funeral director has come and imposed her. I love when Dennis clarifies what need not be clarified. It makes me so happy. Dennis is helping us out. I, like I know, it. and we need it a lot of times. This yeah. time we didn't, but I still love it. That's okay. The cop, who is actually an agent of some sort, they call him an agent. There was an understanding if he's like a federal agent or a real estate agent. So he sort of has Michael Chiklis vibes. He thought that it wasn't an obvious robbery because her purse is still there. There's medicine. There's jewelry, which reminded me that I did add staged burglary to our new bingo cards, which I'll be posting soon. Staged burglary is great. That's a good one. Because that's on a, lot of, on a lot of episodes, I think. Rarely there's a real burglary on Dateline. So I would like to add ponytail. Mm, to the mm. list. This would be a male pony, ponytail. It can go on extreme cards. Yeah. But I want, I want gentleman ponytail. Okay. okay. Could it share a space with man bun? Is man bun on the extreme cards or on? Man bun's not on anything. We haven't seen a man bun. I know, but I feel like we're just, it's going to happen. Inches away. Okay, you can I share keep it. waiting, like, you can do man, Haley's comment, and it's going to show up. ponytail slash bun. I'll give you okay. that. Okay. So, Bill and Jason are in the interrogation room talking to the cops. There's only audio of it, so we don't know if there's an interrogation room blanket. But maybe we could give Katie the benefit of the doubt. Save you don't it. need to. I'm fine. fine. I don't need it. I'll wait. Okay. They'll come. Okay. So Jason is, he's a, he's a whiny crier. There's something about his pitch. And I know I have a pitch. I know my voice is not for everyone. It's shrill. But he says, she wasn't alive. It was terrible. He sounds like Fran Drescher. No, he sounds, well, he's, the, the problem is he sounds like he's faking it. Exactly. Exactly. Like, even if he's not, even if that is just the way he cries, it is the way a a seventh grade actor who's there, like, okay, you need to cry in this scene. We're doing lameness. I told you. I'm Jean Valjean. Yeah. Escape now from that world, from the world of Jean Valjean. Jean Valjean is nothing now. It's not good. Sorry. He's not doing himself any favors. Unfortunately, no. Poor Bill still can't get a word out without crying. He stayed at Jason's house that night and smoked cigarettes. And I remember being like, Bill, that's not good for you. But then being like, he's been through enough. And well, he's that's like the wor- 80, let him smoke. For some reason, that was the worst part. He's like, I just sat on that walk back and forth on that porch and smoked cigarettes all night. And I was like, that's the saddest thing I I've ever heard in Why my life. Why didn't Jason go out and sit with him? 
That's like as sad as sitting in a dark room. Like yeah. I don't, it's like I shut myself in the closet and turn off all the lights. That's as sad as that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the cops notice there are they gather six guns from the house and Jason notices that one of the guns is missing. Now, one thing that was really interesting in the first episode, which they I think they cut out, is that Jason also noticed on the 911 call that there's a bullet hole in the refrigerator and in the floor. And he's oh. saying this on the original 911 call. So right away, he's noticing things that no oh. one would possibly notice if their mom was dead on the floor. You know what I'm saying? That's very strange. I don't remember that. Okay, yeah, they, he no. says that. So there were a couple of rounds fired. Yeah, so he's noticing things that unless he has, he's like a trained FBI agent, one of those people where they like scan and they notice the tattoo and they, like Sherlock, and he notices like middle finger, it, the nail is chipped, you oh, know, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. Len, like notices something else. Like he's not going to notice these things when he's on the 911 call. And then he also notices that one of the family guns is missing. The gun was hidden in a gun safe deep in the basement where an intruder would not easily find it. So they think it's an inside job. So the cops start looking at Jason right away. Big thing is that Jason's having an affair, which somehow becomes this whole case about did he murder his mom? Seems to be, yes, because he was having an affair on his wife. So this is small town, right? We're we're small town, Iowa. Yeah. It's a farm. I mean... I don't know if it's a small town. I could be just generalizing. But I think it's more the family had very strict values about things like, I don't know. We'll get into it. Anyways, Jason's having an affair, Mm -hmm. and the cops figure out there's a, now Dennis goes, burner phone. And the cop goes, sexting phone. Yeah, corrects him. Corrects him. No, we don't call it a sexting phone. What about all the drug dealers that are doing it? It's not always for sex. It's a burner phone, but, but apparently not, they call it a sexting affair, phone. Yeah, if you're having an affair, it's a sexting phone. So they call it a sexting phone. Mm-hmm. Dennis also uses the word lover, and yes. I'm going to have to work really hard to reconcile my feelings about that word because mm-hmm. it's the name of Taylor's new album, and that's going to oh be really my. challenging for me. I'm, you're, I'm going through a really hard time right now, and it's going to be a process, guys. I don't even... I'm sorry, I feel like yeah. I should send you something. Can you it's send me like your address? It's like she named the album Innards because that's another word that I it's really like she hate. Moist. Yeah, except moist I can do album. moist way more than Innards. But lovers. Lovers down there, right there at the bottom for me. Is it spelled lover or is it spelled lava? No, it's spelled lover. That's a little better. That, that makes it better, right? Well, yeah, lava would be terrible. It would be terrible. So you can focus on that. It could okay. be worse. Silver lining. <laughs> so Jason has this sexting phone, which he keeps under the hood of his pickup truck. Now that, no. Which I don't understand. Like, how does it not get really hot and explode? How do you even use it after that? Because you can't put it to your ear. You're going to burn your ear off. Yeah. Like, you know, people, there was an Ace of Cakes where Duff cooks a thing of baked beans by strapping it to underneath his car. Yes. You yes, know, yes. like, the, I think that yeah. used to be, like, big truckers maybe do that. And that's how hot it gets. Why can you, how can you put your phone there? Do you want me to call Ollie? It doesn't make sense to me. He's here. He has a truck. I'm you should just check say his, his car. Well, now I, yeah, maybe. But, um... Now, I'd be more worried if I found, like, a weapon. What if there was, like, a sword under Ollie's hood? I'd be like, why do you have swords? 
in your car. I would assume he was LARPing. Or like daggers. Like yeah. daggers. And that would be amazing. Be like, okay. oh, he's doing his LARPing. That's oh, fine. That would be he's, he's not fighting. Like, he's not doing samurai fighting at night on the no. weekends. He's he not in some secret, fight club for samurais. If he was a secret LARPer, though. That would, would be amazing. Be, that would be a great discovery. But burner phone under that. the hood. I think we just both need to come to the conclusion we don't know enough about the innards of a car. You're welcome mm-hmm. to know how that works. Maybe there's a special pouch that you can buy if you're a sexter, and you need. It's like a heat-proof pouch. Okay. No, I think you're. I think pouch is good. Yeah, I think there that is got could to be, be a, a good little... market for it. Maybe with our two-pack burner phones, we could also sell a heat-proof pouch for your under-hood compartment. Storage placement. Yeah. So it's like an accessory to our two-pack burner phone idea. Man, it also just seems extra shady, doesn't it, that he kept it there? Yeah. It's also, Heidi. What his wife must have been super suspicious that she was maybe going through his stuff. Because there are other places he could have hidden that. She didn't... Oh, you think like, that she, he had to hide it really well because yeah. she would find it. Yeah, I think that's, that's like almost extreme, like hiding it on your extreme body. Extreme hiding yeah. place. That's like that's you have to saying. cough to get it out. Yeah, like in an orifice. That's like having an extra pocket of skin and putting it in your skin <laughs> like pocket. Like a kangaroo. Yeah. But I mean, so how much was she suspicious of him that he had to do that? That's saying a lot. And then how suspicious was she when suddenly when his skin pouch lit up? She's like, what is that? <laughs> I, your skin like, pouch is vibrating. And he's like, I'm a cyborg, honey. And then yeah. And she was like, I lie. knew yeah. I was in for a lot when I married someone with an extra skin pouch, but I didn't expect you to be an AI. So this is a new development. Or an a-hole. Oh! <laughs> Come on. Okay. It's Funny. a solid joke. It's a solid four out of, <laughs> out of 12. Okay. So <laughs> the cops are super suspicious, which I get kind of, but I really don't totally get why having an affair makes you a suspect if your mother was killed. You know, like if your spouse is killed and you were cheating on them. Yes. No, but they said it. They tried to clear that up. It was basically that he was a liar. Yeah, if he lies about this, what else is he lying about, I guess? So Jason is interrogated for 10 hours. He never goes to the bathroom or gets up. And that's how you get a UTI, Jason. When he is drinking cranberry juice and it's burning when he pees, he's going to wonder, is being so stubborn worth it? It's so dumb. They keep offering him like a bathroom break. And he's like, no, I'm good. Let's do this. It's this weird power trip. Or, like, he's trying to prove something to them. Now, you didn't think at any point that it was because they were... Uh, for My first instinct was they're trying to... He's trying to get them not to have his DNA. He doesn't want to leave a trace on a glass or something like that. But then I was like, well, it's his mom. They've kind of got... Yeah. You know, it's I not, didn't think that at all. That's what I, That was what I thought. And then I was like, okay, no, so what... Yeah, you're right. It's got to be Power Trip. There's no... Uh, it's the weirdest thing. Why? Well, it's so dumb because it proves nothing. It's like if... If I said to you, I'm going to eat this entire jar of jalapenos to prove to you that I didn't dent your car. Like, first of all, no one is daring me to eat the jalapenos. No, like, no, no one, one is you asking to you to do that. Secondly, the two things are not related at all. So his ability to control his bladder doesn't mean he's not a mother killer. 
It's like he, I think he's trying to show how cool and collected he is. Like, I couldn't have killed my mom because, look, I can just sit here. I don't need a break. I'm fine. I don't get it. And then this calls into question something that happens during that 10 hours. It makes me question results. Oh, I see. Oh, that's interesting. Well, then Mm -hmm. that's his fault, too. Yeah. He could have taken a bathroom break. Yeah. Sorry, I I don't know why I'm speaking in code. We're going to get to it momentarily. So Bill says the cops were also looking at him, but I think we can all agree that Bill would not be able to stop crying if he did kill Shirley and his tears would be covering that crime scene. He didn't. I don't think he did. I think Bill and Shirley were lifers. Like they yeah. were, oh, yeah. they fell in love when they were like, what, 15? That, she was, that was six. That when they got married, she was 16. He was 18. Yeah. She was a sophomore in high school when she got pregnant. Yeah. Which we'll get to. So... Bill even hires his own investigator because the DA is just like doesn't know if they're going to do anything. Yeah. So Bill hires his own investigator, Nick Webb, a mustachioed Ron Swanson lookalike. This is the moment we first met Nick Webb and started our PI company that Marsha Marshburn eventually joined. Nick Webb is the best name for a PI, I think, ever. A best Besides name, best Johnny mustache. Dollar. Yeah. 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 It's great. Uh, Nick Webb says the timing makes it very unlikely that Bill did it because Shirley had made a call at the house and Bill was delivering grain and the timing just would be almost impossible. Right. And Dennis says, well, could he have killed Shirley with all this toing and froing? <laughs> you liked that last time, too. The toing and froing as makes a verb. so happy okay. why don't we say that more often i'm gonna we start can. saying it well you lot. don't leave the house so we can't That's do chewing and fro i have to go and fro somewhere to tar- work and to target you target to cvs i go to cvs a lot okay you were just at your parents you were chewing and froing to orange county sure yeah but i and feel like chewing and froing is quick trips so, so like- i i chew and fro to the bathroom a lot there we go there. i have small bladder unlike jason Who's the uh, camel. Who's yeah. the camel, yeah. So Nick Webb thinks Jason did it. He's convinced. Yeah. And Bill, the dad, really also agrees. Yeah. Not long after the murder, Bill had told Jason, I'm going to go see the lawyer. This is like right after Shirley died. Jason rushes over the house. He twos and froze to the house in a panic. And he says, why are you going to see the lawyer? And... Bill says, well, I just have to take care of some things. And Jason apparently slams his fist on the counter and says, my life is over. Okay. I feel like we're getting like not even half the story, but like a quarter of that actual conversation. It doesn't make any sense to me. He's going to see the lawyer about question mark. What the will? It has to be the will because it's right after Shirley died. And so is he already, you know, he says this is the moment that he's suspicious of Jason. No, this, this is, is the moment he knew that it was Jason. That he knew that it was Because Jason. of his reaction. Yeah. So is he setting him up by saying, I'm going to see the lawyer? No, I think he actually was. But, or maybe he is a sneaky Pete and he was setting him, his son up to see the reaction. That would only prove it to him. It's not like he recorded it for the police or anything. And okay. given Jason's weird, um, dr- hyper dramatic effects, I can totally see him saying, My life is over. It's terrible. But oh yeah, but it yeah. is, that's, it's weird. 
Jason is kind of a drama queen and he should be on Real Housewives of the Farm. But the DA still, they don't know if they want to do anything. So Bill has to take matters into his own hands. He and his attorney file a wrongful death suit against Jason and they take him to civil court, much like OJ's second trial. There's a lot of OJ connections in this episode. They think this might force him to the DA to do something. Right. He's like, I'm going to sue him for a lot of money. I probably will never get the money, but it might force the DA to press actual murder charges against him. So Bill takes Jason to court. He spends a million dollars of his own money on legal fees to get his son tried for murder. That is that is which is bananas, which is why it makes no sense to me that some people on Twitter still think Bill might be the killer. If Bill's the killer, just let it go. They're looking right. at your son let it go. You don't want to spend a million dollars to get your son to owe you more money that he doesn't have that you're never going to see. Yeah. And you're basically going to be put on trial too, because that's going to be the alternative theory. So why would you spend a million dollars of your own money to sue your son for murder? Not even to get your son arrested, to just sue him. To just sue him. If you're the killer. That makes zero sense. People on Twitter like to be edgy. They go, they go, what if it was Andrea Canning was the killer the whole time? That's like, not edgy. That's just dumb. Well, it's kind of a joke I would make. So, yeah, it's, it is dumb. So You would not make that joke. No, but I do sometimes say it, it was the dog or something. You or don't the say child. That, but you don't do it out loud. Yeah, I've done it on the show. No, not that I anybody knows about. I think that little girl with the headband was the one who killed her mom for making her wear that headband. No, no one ever knew that. So it didn't matter. Well, Generally, if you blame the child, I, I remove that for all the mothers <laughs> out there and the fathers. They know there's some children out there that are bad seeds. They know it more than most because they're the parents. Yeah, you know. Now, this is a civil trial, dad versus son. The burden of proof is much lower than beyond a reasonable doubt. You only mm-hmm. have to convince the jury that the defendant is guilty 51% likely guilty. It's that's, very, that's bizarre. It's pretty funny. But that's fine. Okay. Yeah. So Jason's lawyer's computer desktop was very distracting to me. I don't know why. It was incredibly organized. All the files were in yes. two columns on the left side, mm-hmm. which I don't know if I would. I really want an attorney that's very on the ball and organized. But at the same time, it takes a lot of time to organize your desktop. And I don't know if I'd want a murdered lawyer who has that kind of time to sit and organize her desktop. Maybe she had an intern do it. I was um, just going to say, I think you're looking at someone that has someone that does that or like a nephew that's interning there for the right, summer. That's right. like, I need something for them to do. Okay, can you do this? For right. Me? But the funniest part about her computer is that the background of her, mm-hmm. like her wallpaper is clouds. And it's so like to calm down her clients, I think. If oh, yeah, she has good. like a murder case, she's like, shh, you might be going to prison, but look at the happy clouds. Look at it. It's going to be fine. She's smart. She's got smarts. <laughs> if you're stressed out about going to prison or because you might not inherit a farm, we have a great offer for you. Yes, we Better do. Better Help Counseling with a therapist who is licensed can help you in the privacy and safe space of your own home. You can confidentially text, chat, phone, or video with a counselor. This is available worldwide. So our listeners in England who are stressed about Brexit or mining the gap or British Bake Off, they can enjoy the service too. 
That's they great. have counselors that are specialized in family issues, anxiety, grief. And if you aren't vibing with your counselor for any reason, you can switch to a new one at no additional charge. It's very affordable. And if you qualify, they even offer financial aid, which is awesome. That's great. A date with Dateline listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code Dateline. So get started today. Go to betterhelp.com slash Dateline. You just fill out the questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get you matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash Dateline. I think it's really awesome. I'm really happy to be sponsored by them because I think everyone should get the help that everyone deserves. That is fantastic. Thank you, BetterHelp. Yes, I'm so excited. So during the trial, they play the 911 call that Jason makes. It made me laugh last time. It made me laugh again because there's one part Mm-hmm. He's crying and he's saying, it looks like she's been laying here for two hours. Two hours. Okay. It's, he doesn't say a couple hours. He says two hours. Correct. And he's doing this, the crying whining. It's like he's trying to establish an alibi with the 911 operator, which I didn't get last time. I still don't get because if a coroner comes in and is like, this person just died. The 911 operator is going to be like, no, the son told me it was two hours ago. And he read half an article on lividity on WebMD. So he's an expert. And the coroner will be like, okay, that sounds right. Let's go with two hours. Like, I don't understand what he thinks is going to happen. And he's like, two hours. Why would you say an hour and 45 minutes? So here's my question. Is, do we hear in the first episode, did we get the full part of that? Does the dispatcher say... Can you tell how long she's been lying there? No, I don't think so. So he just volunteers the info. Yeah. That just makes him look the most guilty that guilty can look. Well, we all they always say on Dateline, if you're trying to supply some sort of theory right. of what happened, Extra that always info. makes you look guilty. Yes. Yeah. But a time frame that specific, and again, not saying a couple hours, like two, two hours when he is very clearly seen on video on a surveillance video across town two hours before. Correct. It's really weird. So then we meet the other woman, Tara. Is her name Tara Hote? Okay, yeah. So a lot of people thought that she was named after this town in Indiana. Correct. It's very similar, but it's not. I can't remember exactly her, her last name, but it's not because people on Twitter were excited it's about it. It's really close. Yeah, it's very it's close. It's Tara Hogue, I think. Uh-huh. But it sounds so unbelievably mm-hmm. close. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. was wondering, do you think they met on FarmersOnly.com or on AshleyMadison.com? Farmers Only. I you hope think they so? do. I hope they have like sort of disguised profiles. Okay. I feel like Tara might be a city gal. Mm. Tara seems, because Tara is, what is Tara's job? They tell us, and I'm forgetting. No. Mm. Didn't they tell us? Wasn't she like a legal assistant or something? No. That does sound like a city folk job. I might be making that up in my head. I don't okay. know if they say no, right. that. But she looks like city girl to me. She has very shiny hair. But that could also be a country girl. I don't know. Yeah, they, they eat healthy and they're out in the sun. They're, yeah. they're hardy stock. They, have good, they might have good hair. So they're sleeping together for over a year. Mm-hmm. They tell each other they loved each other. And mm-hmm. the day of the murder, take that back, the morning of the murder, they were sexting over a hundred times. Man, we, we keep coming up against this. I don't understand the hundreds and hundreds of texts. I don't know what you have to say in the morning. Like, 
hey, babe, I had this dream where I was eating oatmeal with a monkey. Like, what do you have to say in the morning? Or how are you that horny in the morning that you have hundred sexts in you? So they, so they must text in the way that you hate, number one. They must text oh, in that God. way that's like line I by line. Express. Thought by thought, sentence by sentence. Which the is, reason I can't do it is because I'm on my phone almost all day long doing social media for this podcast. So ding, if ding, I'm dings. on Twitter right. trying to write someone back, every five seconds I get a message from Katie and then another message. And then it's like, it'll say, I'm going to get my, my cab. And then it'll be like, car. And then it'd be like, it auto-corrected to car. Sorry. This, uh, sorry for the multiple texts. I know you hate that. And oh, it's a mess. It's a mess. Each one is an individual one, and I, and I have to close out each one uh, so I can keep writing to the person, and then the next one comes right up, and we're talking like eight in a row, and then and I the, start to go, why is this happening? And the problem is, like, with an, with an iPhone, it doesn't do that. The way that they show, they just sort of disappear. You know what I'm saying? You keep doing what you're doing. I can see it come up, but even if you oh. were to send me six in a row, they don't do anything. See, mine like literally blocks whatever I'm doing. That's and horrible. I have to. I know. Physically close it out. It won't disappear. You can't swipe it away. You have to like click on it each time, or you view the conversation or close it. It's annoying. But for some reason, my brain does not work in a way that's like do it all in one paragraph. Just write it all. And then sometimes I click send and then it's just too late. And I'm like, no, no, take it back. Ah, ah, she didn't need that. Ugh. Very stressful. It's, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I am, it's a mess. This, mess. we should have called better help because yeah, we, we really need, should we have. need a third uh, we're party trying. counselor. We're, texting. we're trying to get over our texting issues. Yeah, Ugh. it's, it's um, difficult. <laughs> yeah. We'll get over it someday. But that's the only thing that I can think of Hashtag that's happening. find a cure. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag friendship goals. This is the only thing that I can think of for this particular couple is that they are texting like that. Right. They're texting literally one word at a, like in a right. sentence in a line yeah. at a time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I yeah. want your to body, body. Yeah. <laughs> near my body. <laughs> my farmer's only girl. So the phone goes quiet during the time of the murder. And then... He's back on. So it really was all morning a hundred times, and then it goes quiet. It goes quiet for 15 minutes before he calls the police. Yes, 13 minutes before he calls his sister, which was weird. I'm assuming he called the police first because they don't say that. And usually when someone does that, that's really weird when they call someone else before they call 911. But they say he called his sister 13 minutes after it went quiet. Maybe he called the police from the house phone and called his sister from the cell phone. And that's why they were making that distinction. Good point. So okay. Jace, Jason, the favorite son, takes the stand. If you're wondering if he's fake crying on the stand, we're here to tell you he's crying on the stand. And there are no tears. Correct. He is pretending to wipe away tears. I didn't see any tears. Now, maybe he just has Jennifer Aniston's dry eye condition. And I think he's a murderer for it. And that's not fair. And it's I think not. he should submit that in court as evidence. Like, Your Honor, here's a note from his optometrist that he has Jennifer Aniston dry eye syndrome. You will not see fluid dispensing from his eyes. I don't want you to hold it against him. Exhibit B. What's that called? Anastize? Yeah. Yeah. That's the official term. Good. Uh, Jason was half a million dollars in debt. Mm. And he was 
spending way too much. He was supposed to inherit a lot of money from the farm. He was splitting it with his siblings, which was strange. Like, one of them got the above ground, and one of... It was, like, upstairs, downstairs. You I get think, the lower... It's yeah, Downton Abbey. You get the servants, and then you get the people upstairs. I feel like we talked about this last time, because it was something weird that Jason was inheriting everything below the ground. And then... So he was inheriting the crops. And then but the crops the, grow out of the ground. But the only thing that I could think... But that's... No, they start underground. But so they end above ground. I think that the people, I think that the brother and sister are inheriting the house. Things that sit on the ground. I thought it was the opposite, that he got the above ground, but I could be wrong. No, he gets below ground. because he so, gets, And he also but, gets mineral rights on the land, which is the big money. I see. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, the lawyers think that what the motive was is that Shirley had found out about the affair. And she was going to tell Bill. And Jason would get cut out of the will. And he Her had affair? to... Yeah. So... Okay, okay. I think they explained it more last time mm-hmm. in that I think they actually interviewed Bill saying how... Oh, yes, they did. They Because last time they used a word that no one really understood. It was like... It was not puritanical, but it was something like a weird way of saying puritanical. Puritanistic. Okay. It was... <gasps> yes, yes, it was yes. Puritanistic, puritanistic in his beliefs. In yes. his beliefs okay. on marriage... Right. And um, so he mm-hmm. would have cut Jason out for being a cheater. Mm-hmm. I don't think my parents would cut my brother out for cheating. I don't think if my brother killed my mom, I think that her last words would be, the boy stays in the will. But Bill is different. However, Bill did knock up Shirley when she was 16 years old. So your farts don't smell like roses, Bill. No, but he did say it in the sweetest way possible, which was, we maybe moved a little too fast. We were really in love. And I thought that that was the sweetest way to say it was a teenage pregnancy. Uh-huh. Thought, she and, got in trouble. Yeah, exactly. And she may or may not have finished high school. Yeah. So. He gave up a scholarship at some point to, because they got pregnant with their second kid, I think. Yeah, yeah, They go into right. a lot more detail yeah. last time. Uh, Jason... They, the lawyer asked Jason on the stand, did you shoot your mother? Mm-hmm. And he looks at the jury, which I know I have been hard on people before for pandering to the jury. We got an email from a lawyer who said the lawyer probably told them, look at the jury, because it does make a big difference. And we saw a dateline recently where the jury was like, they looked at us in the eye. We believed them. Yeah. So I take it back. But he looks at the jury and the lawyer says, did you kill your mother? And he says, absolutely not. But he is fully nodding his head, yes. I remember this from last time. It is a tell, Freudian slip, whatever. It's, it's not great. It's not yeah. a good look. Yeah. Jason's wife takes the stand. I kind of thought she was hotter than the mistress. You said that last time, too. She is. I'm going to get I'm my sorry. bell going. Where's my bell? Ding, I'm ding, sorry. ding, ding. She's crying because she forgives him but she won't forget what he did but they they've totally reconciled good because i guess it's okay if you cheat but like she doesn't believe that he is a murderer okay they have a complicated relationship yeah she says they always owed money to the bank and then they pay it off and then they would owe money the next season then they pay it off so that wasn't an unusual thing the defense lawyer points his very long slender man fingers at Bill, which I know I noticed last time, but I really noticed them this time because now I have the gif of Nicole Kidman clapping 
Yeah. And and trying like, not to hurt her rings with her yeah. Grinch hands. Yeah. I love Nicole Kidman, but it's a weird gif. She's trying not to hurt her rings. It doesn't excuse why her fingers are so long. So and it She's looks photoshopped. 11. It looks photoshopped. You know it looks photoshopped. It doesn't look real. It did not strike me that much. Um, it struck everyone else on the internet. So Bill apparently was very controlling, and Shirley had to ask permission to get her hair cut, which I found shocking, and I was like, not my Bill. So then I started to Surely doubt not. myself. I, I started to doubt myself and think, maybe Bill's like a really nice guy, and I'm just blinded by my old man yeah. crying thing. So maybe, uh, I don't know. It's really difficult because we don't know Bill. We know Bill for a few minutes. And we know that he is described as puritanical in his beliefs, mm-hmm. which can sometimes lead to a kind of controlling nature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know if Shirley was unhappy. And the person that we're getting that Shirley was unhappy from is Jason's mm-hmm. wife. Right. That's who we're getting that information from. I would love to have a friend of Shirley. Sit up there and tell right. us that he was controlling. That would be Her a little bit better. Who were talking about how she had a custom trait, a custom attractor. Attractor, yeah. Like they seemed to think she was very happy. Correct. So there's. And I find not- it difficult to believe that Shirley would talk to Jason's wife. That doesn't seem like the way. Right. That's but- a good point. The jury finds that Jason did it, but it's not for jail time. It's a civil trial. He's supposed to pay ten million dollars. He does not have that money. He no. probably will never have that money. It wasn't about the money. Bill just wanted to bring his son to justice. In front of his peers. That yeah. was the thing. He wanted to bring him to justice in that town with a jury of his peers. And I was like, you want to shame your son. Well, it's a yes, probably. I think he definitely does want the town to know who did it. But I think he also wants the DA to do it. Because the DA is sitting during the trial there the right. whole time right. and he seemed to be very impressed because three days after the verdict they arrest jason and are charging him in a criminal trial for first degree murder i kind of felt like it was really lazy because why didn't the da do his own research he's like taking notes on a notepad on the civil case lawyers work like he's cop he's cheating off their homework basically is that what's happening there? But they don't have any, like, direct evidence, right? It's all circumstantial. And so he's just basically trying to figure out, would a jury even find this guy guilty? I think he's just right. waiting for the verdict to see, would this work? Maybe. Right. right. Maybe it'll work. I don't right. know. Do you, um, is this where we left off in the last episode? Is this the end um, of, the, of the farm when he gets convicted yes. of civil trial? Yeah. They de- okay. When they decide to take him to court for murder yes oh okay so we do know that he's arrested for the crime i believe that's where we ended last time yeah interesting okay yeah the investigator had always thought jason was guilty the one who looks like michael chiklis and his reason came the night of the interrogation we rewind and jason had failed his lie detector test the night that he was interrogated for 18,000 hours without peeing Dateline could have told us that earlier, but whatever. Okay. He spectacularly failed it, apparently. Like, all the big questions he bombed. Now, you, I think, were saying maybe because he had been sitting there for so long. 
I'm saying that maybe after eight hours with no food, no water, no going to the bathroom, no breaks, and they give him a lie detector test, that might mess with it. I totally understand what you're saying. I think they get a baseline first by asking you normal questions like what your name is. They do. So whatever your physical state is at the time, they are getting that as a base. Right. I think. So, but I do see what you're saying. Um, They go to the murder trial. This is Mm -hmm. all new. Bill knows no matter what, it's not going to be a good outcome. And Dennis says, why did you say that? What makes you say, where'd you get that word? (laughs) Um, Bill says, well, if he's guilty, then my son is a convicted murderer. And Dennis Dennis goes, so that's a bad choice. (laughs) Dennis. Dennis. I I love you so much. He's doing good. He's doing so good. Uh, This time, they just need to not convince 51% of the jury, the whole jury, and it has to be unanimous, and it has to be beyond a reasonable doubt. The jury, however, would not be informed about what happened at the civil trial, or his affair, or the phone that is under his hood and is going to explode. No, the affair was text. part of it. No, they don't get to know about any of that. No, they do, because they bring her on in this trial. She speaks in this trial. They just can't ask certain questions about certain things. But they weren't allowed to know about the result of the civil trial? They were not allowed to know about the result. Were they allowed to know there was a civil trial? No, I don't think they were allowed to talk about civil trial at all. I do think they were allowed to talk about affair, though, but maybe I'm wrong. No, you're totally right, because they bring in Tara. So why did I write down that they weren't allowed? Because she got a good haircut. She did a glow up. Oh, yeah, she did that pretty bob. Mm Mm-hmm. Interesting. I must have written it down wrong. You're but right. You are but they correct can't about talk the... about the civil trial. No, not a bit. There's something else they can't talk about either, but it's not the affair. It's, um, don't remember. Okay, keep going. Maybe I'll think of it. All right. So Tara takes, takes the stand. She looks really cute. Jason's new lawyer said he loved his mom. He wasn't having any money trouble. They had $175,000 worth of grain, which sounds like a lot of grain, I really love carbs, but I don't have $175,000 to spend on them. So I order HelloFresh. HelloFresh delivers seasonal, simple recipes and pre-measured ingredients right to your door every week. For those of you that have picky children, I understand children can be difficult. So I've heard. They have picky eater, kid-tested, and approved family plan recipes. They also have veggie plans and classic plans. Enjoy fun menu features with HelloFresh's Dinner to Lunch, which is helping me get rid of my fear of leftovers because when it tastes so good at dinner, you save money by having it again for lunch and it's actually delicious. And I don't know why I was scared because they're actually really good. They also have 20-minute meals, gourmet meals, one-pot wonders. All meals come together in 30 minutes max, call for less than two pots and pans, and require minimal cleanup, which is good because I am lazier than a DA who wanted the civil case lawyers to do all his work for him. They have all these fancy sounding dishes with ingredients that I would have never tried because I was too scared, like guacamole green goddess bowl with farro. Did you know what farro was? I do, and I would love that. It's like a grain, and I would totally date a farmer who was growing farro because it's really good. I was really surprised. I really liked it. See. I'm sorry, corn, but you're taking a backseat to Pharaoh. Also, I never got on the quinoa boat. All Pharaoh, all the got time. On, you never got on the quinoa boat? Never. 
I really should have. I'm vegetarian, very unhealthy Lifetime vegetarian. vegetarian. Yeah. Never been on a key. Okay. Never been nothing. on. I never jumped on the quinoa bandwagon. So for $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, that's Ooh, insane. That's Go great. to HelloFresh.com forward slash date dateline 80 and enter date dateline. Again, 80% off your first month of HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com forward slash date dateline 80 and enter date dateline 80. The 80 is because you're getting $80 off in case I didn't mention that before. Woo! For $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com forward slash date dateline 80 and enter date dateline 80. You will not be disappointed. Amazing. Your tummy will be happy and so will your wallet. Thank you, HelloFresh. We love you, HelloFresh. Back to the lawyering. The defense team brings in Cyril Wecht, a famous pathologist who worked on the OJ case. There's another OJ connection. Well, they say, what do they say? They say pathologist for hire. Yes, they do. The famous pathologist for hire. Was that shade? I think that was most definitely shade. Dennis. It's like in that episode we had a few months ago where they had to get an out-of-state pathologist to come in. Right. You couldn't even find one in your own state who would agree with you. This guy works on cases when they pay him. He did the OJ case, I guess. That didn't go so great. Did he also work on, like, the JFK investigation or something? That's what they said. They said JFK. He's, Wait, like, do we... 100 years old, which is he... fine. I'm not well, trying his... to age shame. No, his name is Cyril. I his mean... name is Cyril. Experience breeds wisdom. It's fine. Well, how much do those people get paid? What is a pathologist for higher going rate? I, I want to guess, like, $10,000. You think so? That's what I'm walking. Like, do they walk away? Or is it like $50,000? Is it an insane I think it depends on the case and how much money the defense team has. So the, he says Shirley could have been killed two hours earlier than everyone thought. Two hours? Two hours? Meaning Jason was on camera, not at the house. And it would somehow mean that that half an article on lividity that Jason read on WebMD was actually very accurate. And Jason is actually a pathology genius. The defense lawyer says, you know what? It was never Jason, but the police were so fixated on Jason from the beginning. They put Michael Chiklis on the stand and who I was a fan of before this, this is the worst Dateline trial stand footage I've seen in a while. She says to Michael Chiklis, well, what about these other suspects that it could have been? Weren't you aware of Callie Shin's involvement? And he says, uh, no, I, I wasn't at that time. And she says, you weren't aware of Jeremy Morris, his possible involvement either. And the detective whose mouth is drier than mine is right now, he is cotton mouth and he can't even talk. And he says, I probably wasn't aware of Jason Morris's involvement until later in investigation. And the lawyer's like, um, you just said Jason, but you, but you meant Jeremy, right? You weren't aware of Jeremy's involvement. Oh my God, dude. She just said the name. You just had to repeat the name that she just said. It's sometimes hard to just repeat things, but she just said, Jeremy, I guess Jason, because Jason's sitting right in front of him. Jason's on trial. But it's not a good look for the detective. No. And then he hands the lawyer back her binder and it knocks over the microphone. 
And it's so embarrassing. It's not his day. It's not his day. And also, Dateline did not have to show us that moment when he knocks over the microphone. And they totally show it. There is no reason for us to see that. And that's, Do you think he was mad? He might that, have been mad. I think that it's really funny. It's He's like, great. I thought we were bros. I thought nope. Dennis and I were friends. And then he showed that moment when they, they knocked over the microphone. Looks oh, great. it's so good. Also, who are Callie and Jeremy slash Jason? Why don't we get to know who they are? I'd really like to know more about both. Can we not decide if they're credible or not? Jeremy slash Jason sounds very suspicious. And is Callie a woman? He's up to no good. I think Callie is his girlfriend or his sister, maybe his daughter. We're unsure, but we want to know more. She's shady, too. Well, what beef did they have with Shirley? Exactly. What's going on there? Yeah, I want to know about this. The prosecutor says if it was a staged burglary, then all the names on the board are irrelevant. Uh, Like Callie and Jeremy Jason, who, so I'm guessing they were trying to rob the place. They were like potential burglary suspects. Who are Callie and Jeremy Jason? We don't know. I really need, I need more information. Nothing from Dateline producers on that? No. Then he does the thing that prosecutors love to do. He says... There's only two people in the world who know what happened. One of them is Jason. The other one is dead. They love doing that. They love it. It loses its dramatic effect every time. Yeah, kind of. The detective is sure that he's going to be found guilty. He knows it. He assembles Mm -hmm. a team to take Jason into custody after they read the verdict. That's a bit. That made me so nervous because it made me think, oh, my God, it's not going to happen. And I start biting my nails. And then they show Bill in the courtroom and he's chewing gum or chewing tobacco or something. Yeah, he's got his Nicorette going. Yeah, so he's, like, really nervous, too, even though chewing can give you the appearance of being too cool for school, like Seinfeld does in that Seinfeld routine. Like, okay, teach. Yeah, that's okay. It's like leaning back in your chair. Like, you don't care. But it makes makes me look nervous and it it made... Bill look nervous too. And they do the verdict and they find Jason not guilty. Wow. That was a good twist. I'm shocked. That's a good update because if Dateline had just done this and the update was they found him guilty, it would have been, I mean, I think he should be in jail, but I think it's the reason they did the update because it didn't go the way we thought it would. I'm shocked. Shocked. He buries his head in joy in his younger female attorney's bosom. So maybe they'll get him on the Me Too movement if they can't get him for murder. Because his head is right there. He's just nestled in her boobage and he's weeping with joy. Jason. He's, He's really crying now for himself. He didn't cry for anything else. Now, the DA is so pissed because... He's like, I told you guys. He's like, I didn't want to do this. I never yeah. thought we had enough. I never yeah. thought it, you know, like you guys all talked me into yeah, this. Yeah, you all talked me into it. Yeah. I didn't want to do it. And now I look dumb. I and lost. now I'm an idiot. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm the laughing stock. Yeah, exactly. So Bill is so sad that Shirley didn't get justice. Jason has decided not to talk to Dateline or to Dennis. So that's rude because Dennis is enough. Jason. Yes. Slash Jeremy, whoever you are. Is Jeremy your real name? (laughs) Now, 
Jason is appealing his civil verdict so that he won't have to pay his dad all that money that he can't afford to because he's spending it all on his FarmersOnly.com membership. Well, he and can his now. sexting phones. Yeah. He can. He can. He can, right? I mean, does that work? Like, if you're off in the criminal trial? is No, because they're totally separate. OJ was found guilty in the... It's just like this. OJ was found guilty in, in the, the civil, civil yeah. and, you know... And not guilty not in the guilty. criminal. Yeah. Okay. But he's going to appeal it, so maybe they can get it reversed. Dennis now goes into the metaphor about seasons and planting, you know, for everything, turn, turn. I sang that song in my temple's choir. It was really good. Alone? A solo? No. I, I kind of led it off with a solo, but it was a joint <gasps> effort. Uh, yeah. The defense attorney says that Jason was out planting on Easter and saw his dad out planting too because they like split the land, I guess. There's like a fence up or something. And I would imagine that that would be way more awkward than running into your ex in an elevator. Is running into your dad after he accused you of murder and you won and didn't have to go to jail. Yeah. That's awkward. That's pretty rough. I'm just really happy that this episode did not end with Bill no longer being with us. I'm just so happy that he's still alive because I thought the update was going to be like, and the dad that cried so much, he's finally at peace now. No. He is still with us, which is amazing. Oh, and Jason, much like OJ, wants to find the real killer. So, sure, Jan, good luck with that. Oh, and they also cut out the biggest burn of the last episode, the original, which is that they left Jason off Shirley's headstone. It says mother of the other two children. (gasps) I forgot about that. (laughs) Oh, that's a burn. Do you need some salve from your aloe aloe field, Jason? I don't know if if farmers grow aloe, but... That's all right. Okay, yeah. That Um, is not good. Yeah, it's harsh. So what Um, is the motive? I think the motive was what they said. I think it was about the money. And I think Shirley had found out about the affair. But I agree that they had almost no evidence. Do you not think that he would have told the girlfriend? Because they've been dating for quite a while, his affair, his mistress. Do you not think that she would have had any kind of an inkling about that? That he wouldn't have had a conversation? I don't suspect that he didn't and that she's just not telling us that. I feel like she would tell us that. I don't know her well. <laughs> Tara, I have met her. All for, I know is she got a, an improved hairstyle yeah, for the second I, trial. I know her for approximately, you know, a con- conglomeration of 85 seconds. But what I know of Tara. Yeah, she's a good person at heart. She would have yeah. told us. Mm-hmm. She's our she, girl. She's no. not going to lie. Yeah. Um, what I, was it that they couldn't talk about? All I remember from that second trial is that. She, the way that they posed her questions, it might have been that they couldn't say affair, but they had her on trial to talk about that he did not seem upset that morning. He did not seem upset. He did not upset seem upset, and also that it didn't seem like their affair was about to come to an end or something. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't something big wasn't about to happen, I think. So the only other question is if he didn't do it, who did? Because Bill didn't do it. Yeah. Then, well, she want to jump ahead to alternative theories. I do, kind of. We can go back to B-roll. So, last time, my alternative theories were the other children who knew that Jason was the favorite. Yes, 
but then that. that got me to thinking, you know, who else had one child out of three that was clearly the favorite and also liked to break into people's homes. Correct. Mickey. I suspected that she was involved last time. I'm still not totally ruling that out. But now I think Callie and Jason slash Jeremy, who are Bonnie and Clyde, or perhaps father and daughter, we don't know, somehow could be involved. Show us Callie. Is Callie a woman? Why would Callie be a man? I don't know. Carrie can be a man. Why can't Callie be a man? I see Callie being a man. No. Callie's either a dog or a woman. It's definitely not a dog. Could be a dog. Could be a horse. Could be a horse. A horse looking for revenge. Maybe. Shirley had mistreated this horse. Yay, old revenge horse. Okay. Because Mm -hmm. she got her new tractor and didn't need that horse anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Ghost horse. It was the ghost horse. Mm -hmm. We did it. All right. What if it was actually children of the corn? I think I remember that from last time. That Uh, they don't farm corn. It's all grains to me. Except for Pharaoh, which I think is really cool for some reason. All right. New food for Kimberly. Yeah. New food. New food who dis. Um, So, B-roll Bonanza. I added shooting range to our bingo cards recently, and Nick Webb gave us shooting range. Correct. Nick Webb also gave us casting room photo table. Yes. So he was a a bingo aficionado. Yeah. There was lots of farming B-roll. I felt like I learned a lot about, like, tilling and things. Jennifer Tilling. (laughs) You did. I feel like I know things now. I did ask my mom, can you tell me some things that used to happen on the farm? And I got some interesting B-roll from my mom about a life I don't remember. Hmm. That the guys used to race in their trucks on either side of the irrigation ditch. And they'd race on either side with water in the middle. And they'd go as fast as they could in their trucks. Like On the sides of the ditches. Uh Uh-huh. Like Like grease lightning? Did your mom stand in the middle and throw down her bandana? No, I think she just stood off to the side in short shorts. Looking like she was going to a chili cookout. <laughs> she was Miss Chili Cookout. There was a quote from last time that was so good okay. that I found in my notes, but they oh. cut it out this time. And it was what? one of our classic Dennis's of all time. He says, I can't imagine what's going on inside your whole emotional and mental apparatus. Oh, yes. I remember <laughs> this. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Dennis. Dennis with the poems. Yes. Um, Did you have any quotes or any B-roll that I missed? Oh, yeah. Hey, did you see that the giant grain, what's the the containers? I'm sorry, I'm blanking on the names right now. The water tower thing. Silo. You saw it said Pleasantville, right? Oh, yeah, I did see that. What's that all about? Well, it's it's the name of a place and and a movie. Does Shirley Dean Carter sound like a president's wife? Yeah, or Elvis's. Fiance, underage fiance. A girlfriend of Elvis, Shirley Dean Carter. Yeah. Or a country music star, like a country music star before they changed their name to something like Dolly Parton. Yeah, like Norma Jean Baker. Right. Well, that's Marilyn, but you know. So was Shirley Dean Carter Crystal Gale? I don't know who Crystal Gale is. It sounds like a drinking water. Crystal Gale has hair down to her ankles. Are you serious? Don't know her. She has like this huge like hair that swings behind her when she sings, like to her ankles. Is it all her hair? Yes. I'm so jealous. Like Cousin It. It's That's amazing. what I always wanted. That's what Crystal Gale is known for. But it must be very heavy. It looks, yeah. 
It looks like it can't be comfortable. And I'm it looks, it that. would get so tangled in my clog all your drains. And it's like a curtain, hair curtain. That's amazing. It big. Yeah, it was pretty intense. Uh, also, B roll that their fa- their country kitchen. They had like geese up. They had hot goose everywhere <laughs> <laughs> but they had all those like little country things like you know the little check print and the chickens yeah and... the rooster and stuff but yeah but it wasn't cluttered enough that i would think i don't know it was it was neat though except for there were some newspapers on the floor near her body but, but that, no. i'm trying to think like if he could have noticed the bullet in the fridge and the floor like, in my kitchen, you would not notice those things because my kitchen is so messy. Did they show us the bullet hole in the fridge? They showed us pictures they did of the la- I th- I'm not sure if they did this time, but they did last time, I think. Okay. Their refrigerator hmm. is not covered with magnets like mine is. So maybe no. it was more noticeable. But I just think when you find your mom, you're just seeing tunnel vision. And you're not, like, looking at these tiny little details. Yeah. Correct. Brands unhappy being on Dateline are now associated with murder. Grain? Corn? Wheat. Farming? I don't know. It kind of made me want to be a farmer. It's a lot of hard work, though, and I'm inherently lazy. It is. It it looked beautiful. It was so pretty. They worked way too hard, though. Like, I can't do that. But I did really enjoy them going to coffee every morning. Trucks? I kind of, yeah, trucks with, with sexting phones in them. Fashion police. Bill Floyer sure. had a Bill Nye the Science Guy bow tie on. Sure did. I enjoyed it a lot. Okay. I think I don't know if I want my lawyer to have it because it's a little distracting. And you might get some jury members who didn't find it as charming as I did. And so you don't want to give them an excuse to like not like your lawyer. I think it's a strong look, and I think you've got two kind of bow tie guys. You've got a skinny neck bow tie guy, and you've got a thick neck bow tie guy. Mm. And they're two completely different looks. Um, the other son, the non-favorite son. Yes. Who could be the actual murderer, Billy. He's wearing a bright orange, like, Patagonia-type waterproof vest in, in court. Oh. In, yeah, yeah. In court. Well, I, well. I mean, it's maybe more casual out there. That's real bright. That's a lot it's of color. It's really court. bright. That's... It looks like a life jacket. The judge looks like Dick Van Dyke with a ponytail. The He looked like an aging member of Leonard Skinner to me. Mm. I was like, he was in mm. some sort of Southern rock mm-hmm. band. He might still be. Yeah. Some... Yeah. And his nickname is Judge in the band. They go, ah. oh, we got Curly, Andrew, and Judge. <laughs> I think that's it. I think that's how that goes. I think I figured it out. What's it's, his like instrument? To... Does he beat on like a a, a can? Uh, does he do the washer? What? Oh, you know, yeah, the, but... the washer thing? But I think the washer guy plays a couple of things. I think it depends. I think washer guy also does triangle cowbell symbol like he's got like a few different you know i love bluegrass music what i don't know i i really like bluegrass music that's what you don't know but you don't know crystal gale well i don't actually like know bluegrass music i just like it from the king of the hill when connie plays bluegrass music but so i don't actually like know any but bluegrass music and barbershop quartet music are my favorite kinds of music i'm sorry 
I love barbershop quartet music. I listen to it all the time. It calms me down. If a guy wanted to propose to me by singing me a barbershop quartet type thing. I'll pop the question. Kind of like Andy did when he sang with his acapella group. You change your mind. Yeah, I, lo- I cry line. when that comes on. I really like barbershop quartet. But like acapella barbershop quartet. It doesn't have to be. Like I love the music man and there's a lot of barbershop quartet in the music man. That's, You're learning that's a lot fascinating. about fascinating. No, I'm fascinated, especially by bluegrass. You, you banjo? Yeah, you can. Yeah. you can put find these like stations on Spotify that are just bluegrass yeah. or like barbershop quartet, and then I just listen to them. So here is my love song, not fancy or fine. Um, so do you have any titles? Mine are not great. Okay. Should I do mine? Yeah. You don't have to be lonely when you cheat on your wife.com. It's a new website. Poor farmers only. They deserve it. They deserve it. All right. Do Um, they? Yeah, they do. Because of the ad? They yeah. just made, they went with a bad company. They had bad marketing company decisions. They have you another one the where the horses are singing the theme song. That's like cute. Like Mr. Ed. And then that's there's, cute. there's one where the horse is licking the butt of the girl. Oh, that's weird. It's very disturbing. That's reality. Like, yeah, that's supposed to be like the dog pulling the baby diaper down. On the I, yeah, maybe that's what they were going for. Mm-hmm. But I find mm-hmm. it, if you want to see some bestiality, you go to my dad's Instagram account. Because it is lit this weekend. And my mom's on Instagram too now. You're welcome, America. Yeah, that's exciting. Kimberly's dad, Bob, won. And Joni's mom, jo- Kimberly's mom, Joni, won. Yeah, that's it. It's for consistency. Seriously, Kimberly's mom, Joni, was taken? No, I just made it one because Bob's was one. And Bob's, Kimberly's dad, Bob, no, was taken? No, I created it, and then I couldn't change it somehow, and I had to deactivate it, but then that name was taken, so then I had to add a one. I messed it up the first time, so then I had to make it a one. <laughs> but it's also just funnier. It is kind of funny <laughs> that there's many Kimberly's yeah, exactly. dad. Yeah, okay, that's great. Ten hours starring James Franco, the man trapped by a boulder for ten hours, and he can't pee. Shh. This is, you're not going to like this one. Surely you can't be serious that your son didn't go to the bathroom for 10 hours. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. It's fine. I had Shirley, not another murder. Yours was better than mine. We had to have a Shirley in there. You didn't go with hot goose, lukewarm pigeon? Hot goose, colon, lukewarm pigeon. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't, because I just made that up as we were speaking about it. I wrote it. it down, so it's not one of my titles. <laughs> See, I can't write things enough. down. Uh, you could if I you can't. had a pencil and a notepad, but No, because I'm talking. I'm you going through my notes. You have your technologies. What about pathologic, pathologistical liar? Oh, because of yeah. puritanistic. Mm-hmm. That's pretty I'm, good. I'm trying to go with a pathologist was lying. Yeah, no, I got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For hire. Then, liar did, for hire. Liar for hire. There we go. I think I did bought the farm last time because yeah. it's the perfect one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then I don't know if I had red eyes at night. I don't get it. Red skies at night. Oh, is that a song? Sailor's, Sailor's Delight. Oh, I don't know it. 
Is that a song? So this is Red Eyes at Night. No, it's a saying. But he, it's not really at night, and none of this takes place at night. Father's Delight. Father's... I'll think of it. It's okay. fine. It's a work in progress. Yeah, and then, no, it's um, good. I was trying to come up with something with grainy surveillance because we have grain. Oh, yeah. But I couldn't get there. And I was trying to come up with something with matricide and I couldn't get there either. So I'm sure that our Twitter folks had great ones that I didn't get to. So that's good. Let's, Let's hear what see. those are. Okay. Make me sad. Stats dude, who is new, I've never seen him before, but he's really funny. When you see older people, it's weird to think that they were freaks back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Why were they freaks? <laughs> well, they were getting busy. And getting knocked up in high school. Oh, it's true. Yeah. Brenda, Celeste, poor Shirley bought the farm. There we go. Mm-hmm. Kimster underscore giggles. Wait, my sexting phone went off. Do the dad and son have a relationship now? <laughs> what? She's like, wait, my sexting phone went off in the other room. Sorry. <laughs> it's under the hood of my, sorry. of my truck. I'm sorry. Angie Tupin says, Bill and Dennis need to be friends, I think. Could we get make that happen? Do we think they're friends? Yeah, I think they are friends. Do you think they keep in touch? I think that's why they went back. Because he wanted to see his friend again. But did we get new footage of Bill? Yes, we did. Because he talked about the trial and how how sad he was that there was injustice. Dana San 88, Dilbert really let himself go. Now, Mm -mm. I had to Google it, but I think he's referring to Michael Chiklis with the glasses. Or maybe it wasn't Michael Chiklis. Who looked like Dilbert with the glasses? I don't think that guy looks like Michael Chiklis at all. Yeah, he so, really doesn't. Again, he's just yeah. bald. Did he? He's he's the one with the the glasses that are very shiny. Like you I can't think see off. I think of she's them. talking about Jason. No, I don't know who Dilbert is. Dilbert. No, it, I know who Dilbert is. Bald and has yeah. glasses that you can't see through. Dilbert does not is not bald. Dilbert has spiky hair. Are you talking about the cartoon character Dilbert? So maybe he did. Jason have glasses that you couldn't see through, or just glasses? Why did you choose this tweet? I don't, because I thought it was funny, but now I think I don't get it. I think you don't get it, and I don't think <laughs> I get it. I don't know who looks like Dilbert. Um, I think we've made a horrible mistake. No, Dilbert does not have hair. He's bald on top. Oh, he is bald. Well, it's odd. He has. He has skin Sparky. skin flaps like um, like Bart Simpson, but they're round skin flaps. He has like he has- skin tags on the top of his head, but no. it's all skin colored. There's no hair there. But that's like how Charlie Brown looks bald, but Charlie Brown is not bald. No, Charlie Brown, I think, has wisps, doesn't he? Of hair that go Charlie over his Brown head. Charlie Brown is a very young boy with a comb over. We can't talk about he Charlie Brown. He has a comb over. Because it, it, I think about it a lot and I don't, I'm not sure what Charles Schultz was doing. And now he was making the saddest boy who's inathletic and bald. Again, no shame. I prefer non-athletic guys who are bald. But I love Charlie Brown. I do too. But in a child, it's not the best quality. In like middle America. Tracy. Hey, Trace. Hey, Trey. Hey, Tra. Okay. Tracy. Okay. She won bingo like a couple weeks ago. Don't know if I would trust the pathologist in high-profile cases that he worked on are still kind of unsolved. JFK and OJ, just saying. Yeah, that's true. But she's right, though. Those probably aren't the cases. It's like they always do the... That's the like the guy, Dr. Lee, that was at CrimeCon, and he did, yes. like, Jean Benet and OJ, and he, I think you were like, has he done any cases that they've actually solved? Like, yeah. Like a big one? Yeah. Dana San 88, again, with this one, I promise we'll understand. If there's really any justice in the world, I will one day have an 
it's him moment in a courtroom, just like Jason's attorney. I want to do a, Kimberly, do you recognize that person? And I get to slowly raise my hand and point and go, he's right over there. Oliver might give you that chance. (laughs) We'll see how it goes. Um, I want to do, you're out of order. This whole courtroom's out of order. I want to oh, do that. Oh, that's good. Are you going to do it with the tear-streaked face? Yes. And you I'm going to wear... slam my hand down. But I want you to wear tanning lotion on your face before and mascara. So it's tears it's and running. tan streaming. Yes. Yeah, I want a full face run. Yes. Um, did Dr. Lee come to CrimeCon to talk about the owl theory? Is that no. why he was there? Because he's no. in the staircase, right? I don't remember. I think Dr. Lee's called... I didn't mm. see the staircase. I'm thinking of this wrong. Okay. But anyways, press on. There was right. a separate the owl theory presentation it was not dr lee it was was the lawyer neighbor and i saw it in his in the his hair was the most epic thing i've seen in a long time in person it looked like owl feathers right and he's wearing a panama hat yes but he he didn't have it on during the presentation so you could really see the hair so afterwards he became hannibal yeah yeah um he was wanted to hunt the most dangerous game yora lamb said and the defense attorney is dobby the elf after he achieved his freedom I think she's talking about, I still don't know who anyone's talking about, the long fingers. Why are you reading these tweets? <laughs> that I don't get. The, you're, are you just hoping that I'll get it right away and be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I and got instead, them. Yes, I got them two days ago. Well, that's <laughs> a bad side. That's bad. <laughs> uh, Sherry said, gross. How is Jason getting women to have affairs with? Yeah. Oh, wait, that's always our question. <laughs> you, uh, we need to go on Farmers <laughs> Only. Can you set up an account? Set up an account for yourself on Farmers Only so we can see the pickings. You know who I should have do it is... I should jo- not say pickings. That's not nice. Okay, so we can see the wares. <laughs> we can see the, the gentlemen and women callers. Jody from Reality TV sets up fake profiles all the time, and she set up one on a sister wife website, and Wonderful. she got hit up by the people on Seeking Sister Wife. Like a couple of years ago. It's she's really good at it. Um, We're doing this. Yeah. She might need to give us some tips because I don't want to get cyber stalked. Wow. Uh, your lamb. Here's another one I didn't get. This prosecutor oh, looks like Mr. Noodle. And I had to Google it. I didn't, okay. I didn't know. Mr. Stop <laughs> reading. The, this is the worst tweets of all. Time. I am writing this in the description. Warning. Please stop listening at this point. <laughs> Because beyond that, it's just Kimberly and Katie not knowing. <laughs> Chipman Kelly. I know it's not right to say, but I'd be okay if the update was it was Tara. That would oh. be good, actually. Oh, actually, was. that's a good... Actually, it, it totally yeah. makes sense. Because if she thought her lover, what Sam trying to get used to the word, wasn't going to get his inheritance because of their cheating, because of Shirley, maybe she mm. stepped in to kill the... Not mother-in-law, but the affair-in-law mom. Does that kind of make sense? Melissa M. says, this one is in Iowa. I grew up there. The whole state is either Ron Swanson or Joe Dirt. Wow. That gives it, there we go. That's now we know. Okay. Uh, Or Dilbert. Or Dilbert, apparently. All right. Or Mr. Noodle. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Yeah, still don't get it. Keisler Soze, sexting phone. Great. Now I've got a mental image of a phone company keeping their sexting phones in a back room behind a beaded door. Yeah, they do. <laughs> like, like, 
video rental places <laughs> in the 90s. And it's like, all embarrassed. Clink, 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 clink. Yes, and you're yeah, so embarrassed. You and you're that. like, I'm going to the bathroom. I just, um, it's by clink, here. Clink, clink. Yeah. Clink, yeah. clink, clink, clink. Uh-huh. Uh, and then your wife catches you coming out of the sexting room. Yes. What were you buying? Nothing. Nothing. Um, I dropped my oh, phone and it flew across the floor into that behind the beaded curtain. Oh, it's here for a friend. Yeah. Um, okay, just a lot of comments about Ron Swanson. People were so excited. Because um, of Nick Webb? As Nick Webb, yep. yeah. Citizen Janney. Jason sat in the interrogation room for 10 hours straight. My took his hurts just thinking about that. Yeah, it's not great. I think I smell a fellow Jew. But also, what's a cramping? Like your butt cramps, your feet fall asleep. Your, you would get those, like your leg, like a Charlie horse. You would be like, that would be so uncomfortable. Like I, I get so uncomfortable just sitting here for two hours and I'm on my couch. What are you going to sit after we stop recording? Also on my couch, but I might lay down. Oh, I see. I'll change positions. I'm going to take a picture of what I've been sitting on for these two hours. We'll exchange notes. I have recorded many a time in my brother's room on this creakety old piano bench. Because that's oh. the only thing that's the right level, and it's not comfortable. So ten hours. Yeah, that's. I don't understand what he was trying to prove. But we'll also, never you know. have a lot I, longer legs than I do, so yours probably get I'm full, more I'm like tired. A I'm getting cross right now. Don't yeah. you feel like you need are going to need to stretch after? Yeah, I feel weird. And ten hours, I don't think that. Mm-mm. Yeah, and I've been wearing these weird shorts all day. And well, not that's a whole different story. Well, That's... it's summertime and I don't have a lot of shorts. And so sometimes I cut my flannel pants into shorts because I need instant shorts. <laughs> and then it never goes well. Um, a couple more tweets that I might understand. Dana saying 88 again. Wow, I live in a much different world than people who give firearms as Christmas presents. We forgot that. Oh, that's right. <laughs> one of the firearms was a gift from one of the sons, I think. Well, that was the weirdest thing about the whole thing is when they talked about the gun, too, being in the basement, they said that the ammunition was, like, across the room. So not only would the burglar have had to find that specific gun, they would have had to go across the room to find the specific ammunition that's for that gun. Right, right. That's a lot. That's a lot of work. Um, Jason did it. Yeah, Jason did it. Uh, Shirley with an I. Shirley. Oh, sorry. Sherry with an I. I got excited. Sherry. Rush. Uh, Shirley had a great jawline. I don't know why it matters. I just noticed. It's true. That's that's the darn truth. And also, I you, I think know we talked about this last time, but I love the fact that, of course, that Shirley put on a little makeup before yes. she got on the tractor. Yeah, that's you. They brought it up again this time, yeah. and I was like, I'll bet she did. Fancy lady mm-hmm. got their makeup on and got on her tractor. Mm-hmm. I, I do that. love that. Yeah, rosy cheeks out mm-hmm. there in the field. Yeah, she still wants to look good and impress her man. I loved it. Shirley Dean Carter, a.k.a. maybe Crystal Gale. Man, so good. <laughs> You're a lamb. I've never heard granary pronounced like that, but I feel like Dennis is more of an expert than I am. I don't know how else you're supposed to pronounce it. What'd he say? Granary? Granary? Granary. granary. No, granary. He is said granary. To, so is it supposed to be granary? Maybe, but, we're, but, but your lamb and I both think Dennis does not make mistakes. No. Much like God makes no mistakes. Dennis no. doesn't make m- no mistakes. No, you were um, born this way. Yeah. Go ahead. D- Dateline made the foolish mistake of tweeting out, do you have a morning ritual with your significant other? Oh, Lord. And then, <sighs> and then all hell broke loose. And then Twitter exploded. Uh, yeah. 
I'll bet Richard Cowden said, yes, it's called deciding not to have the sex we decided not to have last night. Thanks for yeah. asking. That's about right. <laughs> that sounds right. Mostly LaCroix said, yes, I let him out as soon as we get up. I feed him breakfast and then he gets a chewy while I drink my coffee. I, <laughs> I enjoyed that. Approved. June Hanneman. Yes, my morning ritual is to find a significant other. <laughs> George Lynch said, Twitter is a family app. Farmers <laughs> only is a family app. <laughs> Dr. Smith, Mr. Smith says, sorry, I upgraded you. I gave you a PhD, Smith. Mr. Smith says, plotting to kill a neighbor. Every Saturday we drink coffee and start plotting. What? is happening on Twitter. Um, Stephanie Moore says, of course I do. Each morning I send his not-so-secret girlfriend a silent thank you. Better her than me. She's taking one for the team. Uh, what is happening with these people? Um, that's amazing. Noelle E. Wilson said, I used to with my late husband. We used to have morning sex. It's the best. Oh, <laughs> oh God. God. Oh, no. What? Condolences I'm and all. Also, wow, that's a lot of information my lord yeah sky rules 24 has a photo of jason with his head in the bosom of the other attorney and said jason that's not your wife <laughs> and i would like to add that's also not tara that is a third lady what are you doing <laughs> lift up your uh, head no oh my oh my yeah no, so Twitter actually made me laugh a lot this time. Good job, Twitter guys. Was good. You nice did good. Work, Twitter. Thank you, everyone. Remember, if you become a Patreon, you're not only getting an extra Guaca episode every month, but you're helping us do these weekly episodes that everyone gets to enjoy. So that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Also, listen to us on listen to listen to us on Twitter. If you plug in your headset, Twitter will play you special special um, messages. If you listen to them in reverse, you'll understand what to do when the uprising comes. Um, <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, follow us on all those things. You guys, it's lit. We have a contest going on right now of your best Dateline B-roll Folgers moment I've that I created. They have been amazing. We're going to send prizes to the best ones. So it's only on Facebook and Twitter. You have to message me or take a picture and you know, tag us and they're really funny. We've got some dogs doing ones. We have some, I love that. Yeah. Someone did one on a toilet. So it's not B roll. It's TP roll. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> that's excellent. Yeah. We have some, we have a listener, Stephanie, that is on a European tour and she's taking her sticker, a date dateline sticker to all different places. And she even love did it. a B roll in like Belgium or something. Yeah. I want a cathedral B roll, please. Yes. I would like some elaborate B roll. Yeah. Uh, the, the pensive expression is really what we're going for. Mm -hmm. Pensive. Yes, pensive. Thank you, everybody. And uh, don't watch alone. Watch with Miss Chili Cook-Off because she'll totally get in your car after three seconds of knowing you. Or watching that beaded robe with the secret sexting phone. <laughs> they have a TV in there. It mostly gets showtime after dark, but it occasionally shows Dateline. <laughs> no shame, guys. No shame at all. The you hang do out you. behind that curtain. You do you. Bye, everybody. Bye. One, two, three.
Hey, yo, man, I'm, I'm gonna go, go now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a verse right now. Blue moon up, Kentucky, keep on shining. We shine on the one that's gonna prove the untrue. Blue moon up, Kentucky, keep on shining. We shine on the one that's gonna let me blue. 